it's really irrelevant. I say that about marketing too. When we tell people in our local market how much money we spend on marketing, their jaw just hits the ground. They can't believe it. And I always say the same thing. It doesn't matter how much we spend. I wish we could spend 10 times more. This, this, this is the House Flipping HQ Podcast. Now let's get flipping with your host, Justin Williams. Hey, hey, what is going on, House Flipping Nation? I hope you guys all had an incredible new year. I am pumped. I don't know about you guys, but I like the holidays, but I love when the holidays are over. Because I don't know, I, I like the holidays, but I'm just ready to get back going. You know, I remember I was getting like a little anxiety these last few days as I was waiting for, uh, you know, it's like you got Christmas, then you got New Year's, and then you've got, you know, the, the weekend before. And I'm like, boom. Today, when we are recording this, it is Monday the 4th. You guys will get it a couple days later, but... Man, I am ready. How about you two? Are you guys ready? You fired up? Psyched up, Justin. Let's do this, man. The first interview of the new year. I'm hoping we're yeah. number one of the new year. That's right. I did a special on the first, but it is the first interview. And nice. I haven't even introduced you guys yet. We're already talking. I haven't even introduced you guys. <laughs> uh, as you guys know, last week I interviewed uh, Laura and Brett. I'm not even going to tempt your guys' last names. It's just it's hard for me to pronounce. But Laura and Brett are absolutely crushing it they are members of our seven figure flipping program so what we're doing for the next few weeks is i'm interviewing several members of the seven figure flipping program and these are all people who currently have a successful real estate business and they are their goal is to create a seven figure flipping business thus the name seven figure flipping right um so ladies and gentlemen i would now like to introduce mike and mike they are business partners you got Mike Simmons and Mike Cowper, right, Mike? So I, I know Mike Simmons. And many of you guys have known Mike has been on the podcast before. Just Start Real Estate Podcast. Um, just an incredible person overall. Um, and his partner, Mike Cowper, I'm just meeting for the first time. So super pumped to have you back on, Mike. Super pumped to meet you, Mike. And super excited for what you guys are doing. I've talked to Andy a lot. And he shared with me that he thinks you guys could be in the running to be our first seven-figure flipper, uh, seven-figure flip, seven-figure um, students. What do you think? Oh, I without a doubt, Justin, we're gonna we're gonna get it. Yeah, I, I think that's gonna be us for sure. Awesome, <laughs> awesome. So I did. We did throw the, down the gauntlet last week. Um, I presented a a challenge or a uh, competition, I guess you could say. The first student there. My wife and I will be taking you on a trip to Hawaii or Maui or some, somewhere cool. Full, all expenses paid. So anyway, it'll be fun. Nice. So Looking forward to it. I'm going to buy the suntan lotion right now. Okay. I, I love it. Sunscreen. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> so before we dive into this too much, um, you know, the idea is to interview you guys now, learn about what you're doing, learn about some of your goals, and then interview again at the end of the year and see how far you've come, right? So awesome. before we dive into that, give us a little bit more of your background so people can kind of connect the dots, and then we'll get more into what you're currently doing in your business and what your plans are for 2016. Nice. All right. I guess I'll start off real quick. It's Mike Simmons. So I've been on your podcast before. I won't bore everyone with my total background, but uh, I've been a house flipper since 2008, 
And prior to that, I worked in the automotive industry. We're here in Michigan, so a lot of people work in the automotive industry. It doesn't make me special at all. Got into flipping in 2008, did that for about six or seven years, kind of saw a problem in the market, and the problem was not enough inventory. So figured out I had to find a better way to find houses than going through just the MLS. Started doing direct marketing. Uh, It went well. I got kind of lucky, maybe a little bit right off the bat. It started going really well. Was flipping my own houses that I was finding. Eventually got too many coming at me. So I started asking my my friends that were flipping houses if they would be interested in taking a couple of these off my plate because I can't fund them or I don't have the resources or my my contractors are busy, whatever the case may be. And they were like, yeah. And and like with a phone call, I made almost what I would have made on a flip. And I just said, wow, this is super easy. Started doing more wholesaling. As my flip started selling off, I started doing less and less and eventually sort of changed my whole model over to wholesaling. It was it was just for me, it made a lot of sense for a lot of reasons. Um, house flipping is great, but this made a lot of sense. And then it, at some point, I realized if I'm going to grow, I need to expand. I need to hire. And uh, around that time, Mike, my partner, my now partner, contacted me and said, hey, I'm, I'm relatively new to real estate. Um, I'd like to pick your brain. Let's go have coffee or something. and Let's talk. So we did that, and I'm kind of fast-forwarding a lot of stuff here, but we did that, and and he started working for me in a sales capacity or acquisitions, as they say in wholesaling. He was doing acquisitions and just killing it. He's a killer. He's he's a, he's a natural salesman, he, award-winning salesman when I met him, and he just started tearing tearing it up, literally. So uh, at some point, it made sense to us, hey, he, you know, he has ambitions, and he wants to own a company. He doesn't want to work for somebody forever. And we just sort of talked about it and said, let's, let's do this. Let's, let's partner up and see if we can't just dominate all of you know, the Midwest. I love that, Mike. So you had a, I mean, I'll let you do your intro, but you had a background in sales. And Mike Simmons, you taught him real estate. That's pretty cool. Yeah, for the most part. I mean, a lot of it. He was in it a little bit. What I liked about Mike, the thing that really impressed me, and you know, Justin, because you talk to a lot of new people, he decided in September of 2014 that he wanted to do real estate. He wanted to get some rentals. He wanted to get involved. And by November, you had your first rental. And by January, February, he had like three. And I'm like, that's someone who is a doer. Like yes. he, he doesn't just talk. I, I could tell. I could probably throw a stone and hit a hundred people that say they want to do real estate, yeah. but none of them will have done anything within a year. You know, they just talk about it. So he was just like taking action in his own personal deal. So he had some working knowledge of real estate, but yeah, I mean, some of the finer points, rehabs and things like that. Uh, I shared, you know, my knowledge with him on that, and then yeah, he's just taking it from there. He's a killer. Love it. All right, Mike, your turn. Debut, yeah. (laughs) A little bit on my background is um, I graduated from school in 2008, and that was right at the height of the recession. So I landed myself in a sweet job selling copy machines. Nice. And essentially, I spent my first two years knocking door to door, you know, getting a lot of no's, and I guess getting the thick skin that comes with being in sales. Um, transitioned through a few different jobs, ultimately ended up in a pharmaceutical capacity is when I actually met Mike. Um, and during that time, I always kind of thought about real estate, but like he had said, I, I never actually started really actively learning about it or going to the group meetings or anything like that until September of 2014. Um, kind of got a quick crash course with some people in a local real group. I bought a rental in November, I think November 5th, actually. And then I did have two more rentals under my belt 
by February. Um, at that point in time, part of the reason I reached out to Mike was I was noticing a similar, maybe not directly that I, there weren't as many deals on the MLS, but I kept hearing other people complain. So I was trying to, I guess, shortcut to the best path yep. of the future. And that involved me reaching out to all the local people that had marketing or mail to letters in their bigger pockets profile. Mike and I sat down and he had mentioned that he was looking for an acquisitions guy. Me being in sales, I was pretty confident I could do it. I knew enough about real estate. And then, and as he said, I did pretty well with it and, you know, tried to keep expanding what I was doing within his business until I became critical and he couldn't get rid of me. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. (laughs) Yeah. The thing he kept doing was I would like say, okay, we're trying to grow and I'm trying to do this. And he'd go, well, let me do that. And every time I'd mention awesome. something I'd do, and he'd go, let me do that. I'll do that. I'll do that. I'll do that. So eventually, yeah, he was pretty <laughs> indispensable. And and so, you know, for us to grow, I, you know, I was going to have to do something. And it was I was either going to have to – I mean, the reality was I was going to have to replace him at some point because he was going to want to move on and he had his own goals and aspirations or we were going to partner. So I just said, you know what, I'd rather keep you as a partner than lose you, you know, as an employee. I love that. So, okay, when did you – you maybe mentioned this, but when did you come on to work with Mike? March, April? Uh, I think it was sometime in March of 2015. So, okay, March or April of 2000 of last year, you guys started working together. What were, I'm just curious, what were some of the things as people who are trying to find, you know, acquisition coordinators or, or whatnot, what were some of the things that you had? It's hard. Mike had Mike. Do, <laughs> Mike Simmons. What were some of the things that you had yeah. Mike C doing when you brought him on? Uh, well, initially, I just had him shadowing me on on calls, right? So when I would go out and talk to a seller, I would bring him with me just to show him how I'm talking to sellers and how I'm trying to negotiate um, the rehab stuff that I'm pointing out, you know, to try to use as a negotiation tool when I'm when I'm working on the price for the seller. So basically, just showing him how I talk to the sellers, knowing that he's in sales and it should come very easily yeah. once he sees the difference. So he was basically just going on calls with me, and then. Uh, he was going on calls and then eventually he was taking the calls. He was, he was calling all the people back. We, we have a system that goes into voicemail when people call our postcards or our advertising, it goes into a voicemail system. So that way we can listen to them, kind of get our ducks in a row, get a little bit educated about the house before we call them back. So Mike was doing the callbacks and then eventually going on the calls by himself. Okay. Awesome. Now, Mike C, um, you, you took, you took action very quickly. And like Mike Simmons mentioned, I see two kinds of people in this business, action takers, non-action takers. One person finds a way, they figure it out. One person finds a way to not figure it out and to make up an excuse. What, <laughs> what was your tip for making this happen so quickly? I mean, you haven't even been in the business that long. You're already killing it. You forced Mike Simmons to make you a partner. He's been doing this for how long? Like 20 uh, years? Away. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'll tell you what, Justin, too. I, I really kind of, in my mind, if you would have asked me a year ago, would you ever have a partner? I would tell you never, ever, yeah. ever, ever, never. Yeah. But he did a lot of things right. He, he did everything right in order. In other words, he... He did everything that you would have to do if you were going to partner with me or have a chance of partnering with me. He he did it. You know what I mean? Like I could see the drive. Yep. I could see he was he had an insatiable appetite for success like I do. And honestly, just from a from a real practical standpoint, the first time we met, he followed up the next day with an email 
basically summarizing our meeting, what he could do for me and, and how he could help me and my business. It wasn't all about gimme, gimme, gimme. It was, here's a, here's a, an account of what we talked about. Here's how I see myself being valuable to you. Please let me know if I can do these things. And it was real organized, you know, and I could tell he was aggressive. So that's a lot for me that that said a lot. I need to do her because I, I would have known. Plus he worked for me for a while. So it would have taken no time at all to find out if he was really had what he was saying he had, sure. you know, it was an organic as, partnership. It kind yeah, of exactly. It was, yeah. And no, I, I like that. Totally. Yeah. So, I mean, in terms of the drive, I guess I've always come up playing sports and I've always had that competitive edge to me, I guess you'd say, always wanted to be the best and striving for success. I, I guess that's just one of those intangibles. I, I don't know how else to describe it. It's just, I've always had this burning desire to want to be able to be more improve myself, provide for my family in a way where, you know, I'm not counting paycheck to paycheck. <laughs> but how did you, I mean, even before you start working the mic, like, I'm going to ask this question because I know a lot of people are wondering. That's what a lot of people wonder. Like, weren't you scared to, like, buy that first house? Like, don't you feel like you needed more training? Don't you, what What was it that made caused you to go for it when a lot of people don't? Yeah. I think the numbers is really it. You know, here in Michigan, we have a pretty strong market in terms of rentals. I was looking for a passive quote unquote type of income. And, you know, if you look at the numbers, they, they really don't lie to you almost in any real estate venture. So I was able to, I mean, basically I went to every single RIA group within, you know, 25 miles of my house. So I was going to like six or eight of them a month. And I just surrounded myself with the information. I listened to every single bigger pockets podcast in, you know, the first month of doing it. So I just tried to surround myself with the information. The numbers made sense to me and I've never been that indecisive. So if it's something that makes sense, I don't like to let something pass me by. You know, there's a quote that's saying, you know, most of the people regret what they didn't do versus what they did do. And I always want to regret, you know, things I did do. You know, it's, it's interesting. Just this morning, every day I'm thinking of ideas of how to better teach people. And I have all, more ideas than I can ever share or talk about. But I wrote down a few notes. I just happen to have them right here. Um, actually, I don't have them right here. I have them on my let me see if I can find them real quick. While you're doing that, Justin, yeah, uh, I, I just want to say too, from my perspective of somebody who's been doing this for a while, the one of the things that impressed me about Mike too was he he did seem fearless. You know, you ask why you asked him why he bought the house. Yeah, he really doesn't have. He's not afraid to take action, and I think that's a big a big big part of it. And and it's important to note too when we decided to to start a business together, um, he quit his job. <laughs> so that's, he, he put that, that's it on the line. Commit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He put everything on the line. So yeah. you know, that was a month after my newborn. <laughs> that's awesome. So the, these actually three stages I came up is actually for you know Millionaire University, which is the the new thing we're we're launching this week. But not to get sidetracked with that, these are the three stages I see all entrepreneurs go through. First, they have what I call enlightenment, and that is the realization of what is possible. Uh, some people refer to it as the entrepreneurial seizure. And it's just like you realize whether it's through listening to podcasts or going to a meeting or talking to a friend or having a boss that you think you could do better than you're just like, oh, my gosh, like I was living in this whole not literally. Right. But <laughs> this bubble of not realizing what I could do. And you have this like aha moment of realizing what can be done. And next you have what I call information dumping. And it sounds like that's what you went through, Mike, like you listen to all these podcasts you went to, you said you went to like seven or eight RIA meetings in a month, right? 
I, I hear yeah. some people like for several months they don't go to meetings, they don't get educated. I want to do this business. I'm like, well, you haven't gotten educated. Like you haven't really done anything, you know. But then a lot of people will go through that information stage and they just stay there. They get information overload. They never take action. And then the third one is you got to get you got to get clarity on what it is that you want to do and you got to start doing that. And like you said, you figured it out. You figured the numbers don't lie, and you and then you pulled the trigger and made it happen. So, um, anyway. I just that that information just when you talked yeah. about all that stuff you listened to, it just made me think of information dumping, and that's what I've done in every new venture I've done. It's like I have an enlightenment, I have a realization what I can do in this certain niche, but then I just dump the information, but then boom, as quickly as it's dumping, you got to like just go for it, and yep, that's pretty. Yeah, cool. and those are actually really good stages. I've never actually heard them laid out like that, but it's pretty on point with I think any venture because you're right. Yeah. You just got to go through all that, get to the point, and then. Go for it. And a lot of people never get to that clarity stage. You know, they, and they're going to these investment club meetings and, and on bigger pockets or even listen to my any podcast for like years and they don't do anything. It's like, dude, yeah. get clarity on what it is that you want to do. And then you got to start doing it. A million ways to make a million dollars. Focus on one. So this isn't okay. my interview. This is your guys' interview. So I'm going <laughs> to shut up now. Um, <clears throat> so you guys became partners Remind when do you when did you partner up? Was it just oh, the, like August? You said, August. It was this past August. This past August. Okay. Yeah. Yep. So you guys were partners. You don't need to give me exact numbers, Mike um, Simmons. But what more or less were your guys' numbers next year? I just want to have an idea of what where you were, so we know what's going to happen this year. Uh, uh, for 2015, we the last seven or eight months we were on a five hundred thousand dollar a year pace, approximately. Awesome. Very cool. Yeah, so essentially guys, we're going to be setting that with, you know, now because we're targeting that million dollars. Yes. Right. Yeah. So we need to double basically. So, okay. So your goal was 500000 Mike, you've been a member of House Slipping Formula since basically the beginning, yeah. I believe. Yep. Um, yep. You've even helped out with some coaching and it's, it's, yep. been, it's been awesome. Now, what, you know, you, you, heard a, you heard us talking about seven-figure flipping, right? What... I didn't talk to you about it separately. I just did the no. thing and boom, you reached out to me shortly after. What was it that caused you to um, want to take advantage of that program? I had one uh, guy reach out to me and a couple people were like, I can't believe you're doing this, blah, blah, blah. Like you're oh, taking yeah. advantage of people. And I'm like, I think that's part of the reason why I want to bring the members on here. So yeah. people recognize. <laughs> and I, I look, this is, this is a, an issue I've got, right? We all have it. A hundred people will like reach out to me and say something super nice is amazing. And I have like one or two people. You have a podcast, so you probably know yeah, how it goes, yeah, right? Yeah, like, I know exactly. You got the one or two people, and of course, like we tend to focus on the naysayers, right? And yeah. it just pisses me off. And anyway, yeah. I'm going on a tangent. I should I, I mean, just edit delete this whole thing because it's not even <laughs> positive at all. But what is it that caused you to be like, okay, this is an opportunity. I'm gonna jump on this. Yeah, I, I mean, I think it was real simple for us, and it's a little bit, I'll be honest with you, a little bit had to do with the fact that I do know you, and, and I, I consider you to be a friend, and I've interviewed Andy, okay? So that, I'll be perfectly upfront. Yeah. I know you're the real deal, Justin. I know Andy is the real deal. So it eliminated any sort of, are these guys really what they say they are? Are they really doing the business they're saying they're doing? It eliminated all that because I know you guys are the real deal, right? So once I got past that, I looked at it and said, how better for us to take the company from where it currently is to where we want to be than getting a hold of somebody or a few people who have been exactly where we are recently, not 25 years ago or in the 80s. Yeah. 
they're exactly where we are now, and they are exactly where we want to be in a year or or, or the, over the next few years. So, to me, it was it was a complete no brainer. Now, then you talk about well the the the, the barrier to entry, right? The fee the, to get into the program. I don't know if you talk about that a lot or not. I, I assume that's out there, but oh no, um, yeah, the price twenty five thousand dollars. Yeah, twenty five thousand. Okay, yeah, nope. <laughs> so in our world, in our world, Justin, the way we do our business, the way we run it, that's two deals basically. Exactly. We're, yeah. we're averaging over a little over ten thousand dollars a deal. So if we, our thought process was, if if within one year, if Justin and Andy can can give us knowledge or help us. In a way that we can get just two more deals in 12 months, it will have paid for itself. And knowing Mike and I, we're not shy. We're not bashful. We're not like it would be great to get to a million. But boy, I don't know. That's not really the we're not those kind of people. Nope. We're like a million is the minimum. We know that Andy talked about in your program. He's two million last year. Yep. So to be honest with you, we're really short for shooting for two million. We, yeah, we, we want to catch Andy. We okay. want to catch Andy well, sooner what, rather. Than, let's talk about what is your goal for 2016. I don't know your exact goal. What are our you? official goal is a, is at least a million dollars, okay, right? Cool. And so yeah. we're building our business business to get to at least there, and then maybe the next year two million, which is basically what Andy did. I mean, two years ago he was at about where you guys are now. He might I think it might have been like four or five hundred thousand. You guys did half a million last year, um, and then I think the following year. He did a million, and then last year, it's weird to say last year because it's like I was saying this yeah, year. Now it's like last five year, five days yeah. ago. Yes, <laughs> he did two million, and I his goal is three million for for this year. Yeah. Um, so yes. yeah, that's yes. Yeah, so what we're targeting is the million, and you know the way Mike and I operate is if we're going through Q one and we're ahead of pace, we'll hit the gas and we'll go for more than a million. <laughs> yes, yes, for sure. Right. I like to do that too. I like to say this is my goal. And I do not like to not reach my goals. Like this is yeah. like what I consider like a minimum goal. And if, yeah. like you said, if you're ahead of target, just we're not going to like slow down. We're going to no. hit it hard. So, yep. okay. Get, what are your top tips? I know, you know I told you guys I want to take too much of your time. So you need to get out there and make that million, right? But <laughs> what are – it's like the first day <laughs> you have a chance. I'm like, okay, interview, right? Yeah. So <laughs> what are the main things you are doing differently or, or planning on doing differently? I know you've only been you know, meeting with Andy for you know, a couple of weeks. But what are your goals based on what you've talked to with Andy? What are your goals to get to that million, to literally double your business, make an extra $500,000, and then have that set you up to where you can do $2 million the next year? Because I don't know about you guys, but for me, it, the, nailing it is a lot harder than scaling it. Once you figure out what that thing is, you just rinse, wash, repeat, grow, and keep building, right? Yeah. If I can put a dollar in and get five out like it's a no-brainer how much money can i put into this machine yeah (laughs) we totally think that way too justin honestly um and i won't i could completely filibuster here and talk for the next 20 minutes but i won't i'll I'll give you a couple and i'll give them like a chance to jump into it's funny we just had a mike and i on saturday rented out this little room in the back of a restaurant with an overhead and stuff and just locked ourselves in there for four hours to talk specifically about this how are we this is our goal how are we going to get there and not like hey we're just going to work hard and we're going to really give it our best like no like what are we going to do specifically and how are we going to measure that so we don't find out in december that we didn't get there we'll we'll know if we're on pace every single week so there's a lot of things we're going to do one of them is you joked about us getting back to working well one of the things that we're doing is we've hired strategically already we have someone who handles acquisitions and will soon take over all marketing to both buyers and sellers and we are in the process of hiring someone to replace Mike 
in the business and go out and do the sales so that we're not working in the business day to day. Because right now, you know, Mike's running around answering calls and, and going on sales calls and then answering the phone calls as well. And I'm in the business doing a lot of the marketing and things like that. So we need to remove ourselves. And I know you're a huge fan of that, Justin, yes. is just replacing yourself in your business and then going above it so we can work on it. So that's one of the things that we're going to do. Um, the other, some of the other things that we're going to do is, is exactly, you know, what you said, we're, we're trying to create a business so that we can replicate or duplicate that business in other places. I think long-term, maybe sometime toward the end of this year and beginning of next year to go even further, we're going to have to, we're going to have to invade new markets, right? We're going to have to be other places rather than where we are right now. We have a big market and we're working on trying to be much, much better. We're, we're missing a lot of opportunities in our market because when I started this before Mike came on, I was sort of, I, I didn't have, my intention wasn't to be a wholesaler, right? Okay. So when I started setting up my systems and, and creating lists and, and attacking markets, I wasn't doing it as systematically as I thought. So we're sort of wiping the table clean, rebuying a lot of lists and doing it with the idea of completely blanketing and dominating Southeast Michigan. So I think just there we can get to a million. Um, but go ahead, Mike, I, I won't, I'll stop talking, but th- <laughs> those are some of the things. I mean, hiring is really a big thing, right? We need to be able to do more and we can't do everything. Absolutely. Yeah. It's like next. Anyway, I'll let you guys keep talking, but I see so many people who never can get past that in their mind. They're all about like, do I send out a yellow letter or a postcard? It's like, okay, like, Think bigger, right? Like yeah. build your business. All right, go ahead, Mike. Yeah, I mean, that's exactly it. Like you'd said, we might not have made that jump that quickly if we weren't already talking with Andy on that. Yeah. The other big thing is, you know, the key performance indicators. You know, we had an idea of what we were doing, but we did not get nearly as granular as we need to be. Just by taking a look at that, we've already, I believe, become more efficient in the task that we do. So in results, it's going to produce better results. Um, we've also started exploring different ways to increase revenue with more wholetailing type of business models, selective flipping, I guess other people would call it. But we're not doing a whole lot of rehab, but you know, it's not enough to resell a contract to somebody else, but a homeowner would be happy to buy it sure. you know, at a price above what we get it for. So you know, doing the additions, doing the key performance indicators, and I think the real big benefit, and I don't know if you had said it or, or who had said it, but I've heard it before, it's basically you're flying an airplane across the country just little course corrections here and there are going to, you know, send you off a hundred miles. So maybe it's not earth shattering everything, but you know, a bunch of these little things adding up to a huge sum of gains is what we're really looking for. And we can already kind of feel it. Mike, I love it when people repeat things I say, it makes me feel like I'm, I'm getting <laughs> that, to them. That's I knew like, somebody had said yeah, it. That's, exactly, in my head yeah, I've said that. that's been one of my little things I've been saying lately. And it's yeah. so true <laughs> because no one can do this business for you. And you see it all the time. People think that they're going to, you know, I don't care who you're paying me, Andy, whatever. No one can do this business for you. But it sure as heck helps to have someone helping you navigate along the way. <laughs> right? Yep. Yep. Um, yeah. So, no, I, I love that. I love, so you guys working with Andy and, and seeing the teams he's built. And he's helped you with the granular parts of the KPIs. And literally, when you have a successful business like you guys, like you already have, a few small nuggets can literally make you an extra several six figures in one year. It's, it's yeah. pretty wild how that works. And I've, uh, yeah. that's why I've joined two high-end coaching programs last year as well. Because those little things is, is totally worth it when you start making these bigger numbers. So, Well, it's like you said, uh, Justin, you know, the cost of something is irrelevant, really. It's 
What will it do for you? And if someone said, if you can, if you can pull together a hundred thousand dollars, I will hand you five hundred thousand exactly. dollars. <laughs> I would get a hundred thousand dollars together by tomorrow. Exactly. Right? So it, it's a, it's it's really irrelevant. I say that about marketing too. When we tell people in our local market how much money we spend on marketing, their jaw just hits the ground. They can't believe it. And I always say the same thing. It doesn't matter how much we spend. I wish we could spend yes. ten times more, yep. right? Yes. Because yes. I know it's just it's just a, a it's just a formula, right? Yes. It, it, so it doesn't even matter. Like I'm, I wish we could spend more, and they can't even conceive of what we're spending right now. You know, it's it's interesting. After this call, I'm going to talk to Kel and start. He's going to run my whole wholesale. We're going to start doing wholesaling this year. I he's heard gonna, that. Yeah. He's going to run it. And you know, it's crazy. Like, and we talk about like hiring people and thinking bigger. I, I'm not going to even talk to him about like postcards or yellow letters or <laughs> who he's sending to or the, like, I don't even care. Like, what are you spending? Yeah. How many calls are you getting? How many deals are you getting? How much are we making versus what right. we're spending? Can I, mean, I okay? Can we double that? <laughs> you know what I mean. Like, I mean that's the ultimate. What KPI, do we got to do? To double right? that. You know, that's the ultimate KPI. What's going out and what's coming exactly. in. And as long as it's an acceptable amount coming in versus what's going out, like you said, who cares? Yes. Who cares what he's doing? Yes. That's that's. You guys are gonna be excited. All right, I'm getting super excited. I know. I told you we'd keep this short. So, um, okay. And I, I just got to mention what you said before the call, Mike. I don't know. You know, I want. You know, you basically said. Your goal, like, is to pillage Andy's business and take absolutely everything you can, replicate it, and do it in your in your market, and that's what you've been doing. Um, yeah, I, I did. You're right. I did use that colorful <laughs> term. Um, well, listen, if 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 Andy is where we want to be, and we can take everything he's doing and insert it into our business, it's it's logical to think that we will be where he is right i mean uh, if we can just replicate everything and and andy's super forthcoming andy has given us everything we've asked for he's held back nothing but you know he, he could spend all day just feeding us information so our point and our goal here is to literally go in and extract every single piece of his business and and apply it to ours and i think that's that's the goal that's what we're gonna do and i'm super excited we will be seeing you guys and what it's like two weeks less than two weeks now huh yeah well, we're yeah we're getting there but just about two the, weeks yeah the 21st we'll see you here in uh sunny san clemente and that's what we're gonna do and I mean, no, there will be no uh you know whatever no pillage wait <laughs> we're gonna give it all to you <laughs> I better have a hard time looking Andy in the face. <laughs> We're going to give it all to you. So I'm excited for that. I can't wait. And I'm pumped that I get to be around incredible people like you guys and um, all the people in the group. And it's, it's super cool. Super yeah, it's going to be fun. Everyone. We're looking forward to it, too. It's, so, it's Yeah, it's a very exciting venture. Awesome stuff. So you guys are going to win. You guys are going to beat Laura and Brett and, and everybody else. There's. I feel bad. They probably want to go to, to, to Hawaii, but I... <laughs> I want to go too. Now I, you know what? Set the foot their own bill. You know, yeah. I, I, there's no way. I just with Mike and I, we don't even like talk about what's Plan B. Like, what if we can't get there? What do we do? How we? Like, I don't have a doubt. Honestly, I think we're going to surpass a million. To be honest hey, with you, it's I'm just excited. a matter of when we're going to get there. Maybe we'll do like a mid-year follow-up and see where everybody's at. It'll be fun. We'll have like I'm going to on the website. I'm going to put like a, this is where everyone's at. Call rankings. Let's let's do it. I told Mike we're we're starting off good. Last night I went to the movies before i went in the movie i i emailed one of our buyers about a property that i thought they would want 
went to the movie, got out of the movie, checked my phone, and we made $7,000 while, oh. while I was sitting in the movie. They said, give it to us. We'll close in three days. Done deal. That's so awesome, man. <laughs> in the movie, <laughs> yeah, it's like the last day of vacation. You yeah. got four closings this week. Is that what you said? Yeah. Dude, you guys are not messing around. Okay, guys. All right, Lauren. I haven't interviewed anyone else yet, but you guys, Lauren <laughs> Brett, so far, and everyone else, you guys got to run, run for your money. So awesome yeah. stuff. All right, guys. Final tip before we say adieu here for anyone out there who is looking to, I usually say like get started, but let's not even get started. Let people who are already starting and want to kind of, I can't say take it to the next level because my friend Ryan Scala says he's going to punch me in the face next time I see <laughs> He has this whole thing about like the next, ev- it's confusing the way you say it though, Ryan. It's confusing the next evolution <laughs> in your, whatever you say. Anyway, yeah. what people who want to like really expand beyond where they're, currently at maybe they are kind of just doing their thing what's your number one piece of advice we've kind of already talked about it huh (laughs) i mean go ahead mike if you got one i'll i'd say the biggest thing it's actually two things being consistent and taking action you know that's the big thing about wholesaling and i'm sure it's the same thing with flipping you consistently go to work you consistently send out the mailers you consistently put in offers you consistently take action and you'll get there yeah, it's something you said a couple times justin you probably can't read it back on my whiteboard here right in the middle circled in red Think bigger. Love it, man. I, I, for someone who's already doing the business and they have a certain level of success, you know, I had a mentor early on that used to say this too. Whatever, like, whatever you, whatever your goal is, if your goal is a million, make it a million and a half or two million. Like, just yeah. always try to think a little bit bigger than what you think you can do, and then try to do just a little bit more than that. That's really then the best. Do the thing. things to get there. Yeah, so I do see exactly. some people have these crazy goals, but then they don't do anything, and I'm like, oh, whoa, 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 right. hold on, no, you have the goal. And then when I have a goal, I'm like, oh, just racking my brain. Oh, the goal doesn't make sense. But when I have that goal, it makes me like rack my brain until I figure out how to get there. So yep. love that. Yep. All right, guys. You guys are rock stars. Can't wait to hang out in a couple of weeks. Do you guys like well watching, by the way? I'm thinking about going well watching with everyone. Would you guys want to do that or no? Yeah, my wife, we were actually planning on going on Wednesday. Really? <laughs> so, I don't yeah. know if we're going to do it because Andy's worried about people getting seasick. But I thought I'd just... Uh, yeah, well, we don't have a lot of whale watching in Michigan, so I, I don't know if I if I, I've never done it, but I would do it for sure. I don't think people will get seasick. I know. Anyway, okay, I'm probably gonna tell. Them, no, we're going. <laughs> All right, guys, we'll see you soon. Until then, dude, I can't wait, man. Keep me posted. Awesome. I, I can't wait to see how much you guys do this year, and yeah. oh, it's exciting times. Yeah, looking forward to seeing you again, Justin. All right, talk yeah, to you guys, you in the flesh. That's right. We'll talk to you guys later. All right, man. Thanks. Later, bye. <laughs> So what do you think? Will Mike and Mike be the first ones to a seven-figure income, or will it be Laura and Brett, or someone else that we interview on an upcoming episode? We'll just have to wait and find out. If you are an experienced investor who is looking to create a seven-figure flipping business, and you think you have what it takes to join the seven-figure flipping program, go to sevenfigureflipping.com, fill out an application, and we look forward to working with you shortly. We only have a few spots left. So head on over, because when they're gone, they're gone. Other than that, have a great week. Make 2016 your best year ever by doing the things you need to do, taking the actions you need to take, surrounding yourself with the people you need to surround yourself with. And we will see you guys next week on the House Flipping HQ podcast. This has been the House Flipping HQ podcast.
your ultimate house flipping resource for intelligent real estate investing and financial freedom. Check out amazing tutorials, blogs, how-tos and other inspiring podcasts with house flipping experts at houseflippinghq.com. Houseflippinghq.com.